the fullness of the feminine genius resides within the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The saints would declare this. The saints would declare that the fullness of the feminine genius resides within the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And not just the fullness of the feminine genius, but the human genius, period. As Fulton Sheen points out in his great work, World's First Love, in every single soul, human soul that has been created, there is always a disparity between the musical notes that God intends and how that individual plays that music through their life. There's, it always results in a cacophony. However, there is one instance in human history where the music that God intends and how it is played out by the individual actually matches up perfectly where the blueprints and the reality are exactly the same. Mary of Nazareth. Today is the feast day of the Immaculate Heart. And the Immaculate comes from the Latin, so whenever we hear Immaculate Heart, translation in our mind, we should just think most pure heart. In fact, we have a church in Topeka specifically nominated in that way. That's a beautiful way to think about it because who really, really knows what immaculate means? So most pure hearts. Well, what, is, what does a most pure heart consist of? What does purity consist of? You can think of a pure heart in two ways. It begins with purity of the mind and then a purity of the body. We call purity of the mind humility, being a lover of the truth habitually living in the truth. And then purity of the body as chastity. This is why humility and chastity are essential because our Lord says, nothing that is unclean will ever enter into the kingdom of heaven. We need to be completely purified. And this is why purgatory is actually a tremendous mercy on God's part. Because who of us can face God on judgment day and say, you know what? My heart is like the immaculate heart of Mary of Nazareth. Right? It is a tremendous mercy that God even gives us this possibility. But we shouldn't be shooting for purgatory. We want purgatory all now, all before and not later. The sacrificial lamb in the Old Testament always needed to be spotless. That was the prescription because anything that was going to be offered to God needed to be spotless or immaculate. And Jesus, who is the Lamb of God, who fulfills the Old Testament Lamb of God, therefore clearly needed to be spotless. And therefore, he needed a mother from whom he was going to receive a spotless humanity. And she's the one. She answers the call. A spotless heart, a most pure heart, a most pure mother fitting for a most pure Lamb of God who is needed for the salvation of the world. In Psalm 51, the Miserere, David, the psalmist says, Create in me a clean heart, of, O God. It is a penitential psalm acknowledging our sinfulness and our desire for a pure heart. Create me a clean heart. In other words, create in me the heart of Mary of Nazareth. 
elsewhere in the Gospels, in the Beatitudes, listing the characteristics of what is necessary to enter into the kingdom of God. One of the Beatitudes is that, blessed are the pure of hearts. Blessed are those who are able to resemble the immaculate heart of Mary. And what does he say? Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. In order to see God with clarity, it requires that purity, purity of the mind, humility, purity of the body, chastity. And because she has such great purity, her capacity, even when she enters into the beatific vision, is like none other. She is able to see God with a capacity far different than anyone else because her her ability to see because she's so pure. We long for that humility. We long for that chastity. We ask for that most pure hearts through the intercession of this woman, Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us.